Perak Zion Mishneches. We learned in the previous Mishnah that if after marriage a husband discovers in his wife a significant blemish that she failed to disclose to him, he has the right to divorce her and not pay her ksuba. However, this halach only applies in the case where the blemish in question was present before the marriage. If she only developed the mum after they got married, well then it's nestach v'sadeo. It's, so to speak, his field that got flooded. If someone purchases something and then later, not due to an internal defect, something happens and it gets ruined, that's not the seller's problem. Similarly here, if a blemish developed in her after the marriage, she can't say, oh, it's mekachtos, we did this transaction under false pretenses. Not true. At the time of the kedushin, she had no mum, therefore the marriage is intact and he would have to pay her exubo. Our mission discusses a case where the question of when the blemish developed is the subject of a dispute between his side and her side. And the Mishnah's case, you know, once again, illustrates the previous practice in the time of the Mishnah, how there was a, a significant separation in time between Kedushin and Nisuin, meaning the husband would perform the Kedushin, at which point you know, she's fully his wife, just that you know, rabbinically they're not you know, fully married. She doesn't move in with him until Nisuin, until Chuppah. The Mishnah discusses the following case. We have Ha'iba Mumin Va'oda Beves Aviha. A significant physical blemish was discovered, but before the Chassan's Kala moved in with him. Rather, she was still living with her father. They had performed Kedushin, but uh, they didn't yet perform the Nisuin. And at that stage, a mum was discovered. So the husband comes to Bezin and claims Mekachtos. This marriage was under false pretenses, therefore, I should have the right to divorce her, not pay her but her side, her father, counters that no, I say the mum developed after the Kedushin was already done, so it's Nestach Vasadeo. It's his tough luck. He already, so to speak, made his purchase, he already finalized the transaction, and then this blemish developed, so husband has no right to end the marriage and not pay Ruxuba. How do we rule in such a case? The Mishnah says, Ha'av Tzarch Lahavi Raya. The father has the burner proof to prove that the mummily developed after Kedushin and that this therefore is a case of where it was his tough luck, his, so to speak, field flooded, that he cannot claim that this was under false pretenses. So in other words, we rule in the husband's favor. Now at first blush, this makes a lot of sense since uh, Husband is the one who is holding on to the ksuba money. The father, girl, are, are, they're claiming the money from him. So we have a, a fundamental principle of hamotzi mechavel avaraya. He who is trying to take money from his fellow in court has the burden of proof. However, the mission's ruling is not so simple because there's a strong argument that works in the father or wife's favor, and that is the concept of cheskas haguf which is the following. Ultimately, the dispute here is when this physical blemish developed. It's obviously a kind of blemish that isn't necessarily present from birth. We know it's there now. question is, when did it develop? Whenever we have a question, halacha, about when some physical change occurred, we have a principle called chazaka, which says that we assume that the previously known status continued until last possible moment, until the point that we actually discovered the change in question. 
we know that the wife in our case was not born with this blemish. We only discovered the blemish after Kedushin. Is it possible that blemish was there before Kedushin? Yes. But the principle of Chazaka should say that we are to assume that the blemish only developed later on, after Kedushin. And that, the presumption, of course, would work in father, the girl's favor, to say that, uh, sorry, this mom happened after you're ready to close on the Kedushin, so it's in Estachba today, it's your tough luck, you still have to pay the Ksuba. Yet, that's not how the Mishnah rules. The Mishnah puts the burden of proof on the father, on her side. There are different approaches in the Gemara as to why. One approach is a certain concept that we pay attention to, the place where the change was discovered, which in this case was in the father's jurisdiction. Again, the case is she was still living with her father. So there's a certain concept that if that's where the blemish was discovered, then we assume the condition was always present in that place. In other words, that basically we suspend the idea of chazaka. Instead, we say, look, she's still with the father. So we assume that she always had this moment she was with her father, meaning even before Kedushin, so that husband is able to claim Mekach Tosir to say that, no, you had this blemish before the marriage and didn't disclose it, and therefore, I don't owe you Ksuba. But that's where the blemish was discovered while she was still in her father's house. However, if it was only discovered after she had moved in with her husband, the husband wants to claim the moment was always there even before the marriage, when she, the father, says, not true, the mum only developed after Kedushin. In this case, The burden of proof would be on the husband to prove that the mum was always there before Kedushin, and that as a result, he can claim Mekach to say this is under false pretenses, and that I therefore don't owe Ksuba. Unless he can prove that, he does owe Ksuba. So in this case already, we have a much clearer argument that, look, we only discovered the mom once she was living with her husband. So the idea of saying that, no, really, it was already present in a previous domain, she was still with her father, that's uh, harder to say. And, of course, in addition, you have that basic argument, the classic argument of Chazaka, that if we're not sure when the change was, we assume the change happened at the latest possible moment. She has the Cheskos HaGuf, Therefore, in this case, we rule in the father's favor, her favor, that she is entitled to collect her ksuba unless the husband can specifically prove that the mum was already present before the kedusha. These are the words of Rebbe Meir. The Mishnah makes a qualifying point. When is a husband ever able to claim that all the kedusha was under false pretenses on the basis of a physical blemish that he discovers, we'd only have such an argument in the case of hidden blemishes, something that's not you know, clearly visible. In that case, he's able to argue, I had no way of knowing about this before we got married. She failed to disclose this. It's a serious mum. Therefore, I don't owe her a But as regards the open blemishes, they're clearly visible. He cannot claim Mekachtos, for surely he knew for well about that mom and yet went through the marriage. So he was a Savar Vikibel, he understood there was a mom and yet agreed to marry her. So, of course, in this case, there's no claim of Mekachtos. The Mishnah adds further, 
if in the Ukala's community there's a public bathhouse which she utilizes, it was very common in those days. And the Mishnah says, Then the husband wouldn't have any claim of Mekachtos, even in regards to hidden blemish, it's like under the clothing, since he had every ability to discover such a mum in this case, through his relatives, his female relatives would be able to notice, you know, they too would be in the bathhouse, they would see if there was some you know, serious defect, they would have seen that. So being that in this case as well, any potential mum, even a hidden mum, is easily discoverable. He loses any ability to afterwards claim that oh, this marriage was under false pretenses and that therefore I don't owe a ksuba.